Welcome to In the Deep. I'm your host, Catherine Ingram. The following is the opening talk and a couple of dialogues from a longer session of Dharma Dialogues called Natural Attachments. It was recorded in Los Angeles in 2005. Someone recently said to me that because of his spiritual conditioning for so many years, he felt a stigma around the feeling of desire, even though he has a different philosophy now and he thinks desire is okay. He feels this old conditioning, like an old guilt, and even the arising of desire. And this is very common in our so-called spiritual circles. Desire has been made to be equated with delusion and with attachment and all the things that are supposed to be um, transcended somehow. But I say that desire is a perfectly natural, necessary part of life. Without it, one could easily imagine just kind of uh, falling into deep depression. Desire is a kind of fuel for us. However, The ability to let go quickly when you don't get what you wanted makes all the difference. So it's fine, of course, to desire and to feel passion and to, and to have that kind of intensity. It's wonderful. It makes you feel alive. And sometimes you actually get what you wanted. And you get to play with it. or But often we don't. And then what? Is it possible to then just feel the sense of abundance that you already have? The sense of aliveness that you already have? and an appreciation for what you have. So if you can flow along in these rapids of desire, knowing that you also have the alternate calm waters of peace to fall into, then your life can be quite wonderful, quite alive, quite smooth. You don't have to be in the monastery, you know, to feel safe and to quench all your natural impulses of life. I tried for so many years to not feel attachment. I trained for many years in a spiritual system in which one of the principles was the cause of suffering is attachment. That was one of the four noble truths of the Buddha. The cause of suffering is attachment. And so we were were hoping, training, to try to get rid of the feeling of attachment. And after a long, 
hard road of that being quite hopeless, I came to see that that is not necessary, that I don't mind a little suffering if it means I get to feel alive and have bond with with beings and even things. That's why I say it's okay to live with a broken heart because we will be parted from things we love. And, you know, is it, are you going to go through your life just avoiding that kind of intense love and bonding just so you don't have to suffer? How, how dull. Right? But if you're going along panicked and gripping constantly and everything you, you know, and and you're in a constant state of hunger, that's just unnecessary suffering. So there's always these balances. There's always this way through that is sane, that says yes, Yes, life comes with desire, intense desire. That's a part of feeling alive. Perfectly normal and appropriate. Feeling bonded to those we love? Of course. Being able to be open-handed at the losses? Okay, yes, that too. Knowing that there's this quiet place all the while that we can be at ease in at any moment and even in the midst of incredible passion yes that too and like this you stay awake and calm passionate and surrendered and all of these aspects coexist together in from my point of view awakened awareness. This is a kind of embodiment, living in life, living in the world, living among community, among family, among relationships, children and friends. You see, I find it very off-putting now. A lot of the icons that we were shown and taught to be people we would emulate, I now look and see they're living just half-lives, just hiding out, afraid to feel, afraid to suffer, afraid to lose. What kind of freedom is that? I don't want it, even if it is some kind of freedom. So if anyone has any questions or... Yes. Is it possible to to desire things without becoming attached to them? Yeah, I suppose so. But I'm saying that even if you do become attached, 
you know? So what? <laughs> right. What's wrong with attachment? I agree. But there's one other thing. I think the people who really suffer are the people who don't have that special place you talk about. So yes. This is, you, can, you can say to yourself, I'm happy with what I've got. Yes. Now, if they've got that, Yes. The if they don't have that, then right. they want the Mercedes so badly. Right. I can't live with. I'm sorry. And, and the I'm not thing happy. is, if they don't have that, the Mercedes isn't going to do it either. Well, we know but, that. But but nevertheless, us, one has to make those experiments over and over again. <laughs> I thought what you said was so beautiful, um, and and uh, it strikes me as as acceptance. Yes. Acceptance of being a human being. Yes. Yes, exactly. Right. Not resisting, not trying to change. Yes. Right. Just just accepting the what's so of being human, which is that we're designed to bond. Right? We're designed to desire. Our ancestors were incredibly lusty, desirous characters and winners. And they had to beat out the competition. That's why you and I are here tonight. And they were tough. You know, the, there are just, you know, countless people who never made it to puberty. You know, many, many, many people throughout much of our 100,000 years of, of this particular form of Homo sapiens Lots of, lots of people died before they were able to bear children. And then once many people lost, you know, would, would have children and the children would die and they would die too. I mean, there's just so many wipeouts. So the ones that the, the strains on both sides of your parental, you know, units <laughs> were incredibly tough, incredibly lusty, incredibly you know, desirous creatures. It is encoded in us. Right? It's encoded. Now, we can certainly see the effects of that being completely out of balance on, on the side of just more for me, you know, just just this hunger and this greed and this, you know, aggression that is also in there. Kind of run rampant and wild. We're seeing now the effects of that being highly out of balance. We, many of us in the spiritual scene, went completely the other direction. We just said, okay, we're not, we're not part of that whole thing. We're going to have no desire and no attachment. And that we tried to do. But we were trying to suppress something that was just too difficult to suppress. And I now say, it doesn't need to be suppressed but rather a coexistence of harmony between, you know, a, a, a passionate life, an engaged passionate life that does have natural attachments and knowing this, this open-handed quiet and calm, letting oneself feel the abundance as well, feel the fullness, Right? and being relaxed as much as possible. And then you can play with the desires and you can weep at your losses in a full-hearted way. 
and you stay sane throughout. This has been In the Deep with Katherine Ingram. If you'd like to find out more about my work or make a tax-deductible donation in support of these podcasts, please visit katherineingram.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kath Ingram, C-A-T-H-I-N-G-R-A-M, for notice of additional podcasts and other musings. Till next time. La, 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 la.